This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Jesters of Ravenloft, where a group of comedians try to escape the horrors of the mists. After realizing they'd have to wait a full day before Adam got his body back, Dell stayed behind to keep watch over Adam and the Squire, while Tyler and New Rogue left to search for Jack Magnum. New Rogue received an offer from Lucretia to exchange his goat for giving her a child, but he left her to consider it, and Tyler, meanwhile, consulted with Ezra to discover that Lucretia's desperation for more heirs might give them an opportunity to bargain with her for more. Adam and New Rogue have set off to try to steal Lucretia's body with a doll needle, but is there any hope for their reckless plan against such a formidable foe? I doubt it. <laughs> Before we go any further, Tyler, are there any mechanical advantages that your billowing cloak of protection will give to these two stalwart travelers? Yes. Uh, The billowing is mainly for show. However, uh, armor class and saves get a plus one because it's protective. And convenience uh, indicates that that's where I store um, my little knickknacks. My rope is in there. Health potions after a long rest, which I haven't had, so I... Uh, no, I haven't, right? The the sleep on the way there was not a real no. long rest. No, okay. Um, so those are empty. Um, I was also debating giving you my pinky, but that hasn't grown back because I haven't taken a long rest. Um, so yeah, you got you got some fucking garbage kind of just jostling around in, in your cape, but it's it's there if you want a, an empty jar. <laughs> nice. An empty potion bottle. Amazing. Yeah. Or any of the, the things you would expect to have in a normal kind of D&D traveler's bag. Yeah. So just yeah. a flag. You've got your rope. You've got any of the other basic items, a lamp, those kind of things. If you can mm-hmm. think of it, and it seems like a basic thing a D&D character would have, it exists within that coat. And you're just seeing it in this boiled leather, almost carved into it. Only all the carvings move as you walk and they jangle around. But if Ooh. you grab one, the thing will appear in your hand in reality. Oh. That's what's happening. Do you have a specific strategy for summoning Lucretia other than leaving camp, New Rogue? Um... I mean, yeah, the strategy, though, is just like once we get out to a certain, you know, just far enough away from camp so nobody else will be drawn into it. So I just go like, Kreisha! That's that's all I'm going to do. And the moment you're done, you feel a hand on your shoulder and step into that hazy, strange world again that's, that's existing in the other realm. Adam, can you roll me a stealth? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I would give you advantage for being hidden under the cape. Oh, okay. And then I would give you disadvantage because the ropes of the Bjorn are clearly visible from the front. So you're just going to roll stealth. Oh, all right. 
I just stick my head up. It's like, what's going on out here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Stealth. All right. Danger. No, I guess that doesn't work. Okay. Uh, no, you're so. hiding. Oh, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So with a plus one, that is a total of 10. Can I do a stealth too, since I can cover it up a more of the front would that add? be possible okay. <laughs> i'm now i will give you advantage on the roll but we are acknowledging that new rogue is cowering inside a billowing cloak mm-hmm. roll another d20 there adam let's see what happens oh okay we'll all right keep the higher result uh okay yeah that is a total of 13 slightly okay. higher you've appeared in the ethereal realm <sighs> You are staring at the same Ezra-like figure that you have seen before, New Rogue. It's oh, oh, just so goddamn pretty. Um, hi, um, Lucretia. Oh, uh, I learned that you are not, in fact, Ezra, as you claim to be. I um, never said I was Ezra. You said I was Ezra, and I just didn't disagree with you. Uh... In my brain, that's still a lie. But um, <laughs> anyways, um, I've chatted with my group and um, we, I, I need Jack Magnum back, but we mm-hmm. would like some more stuff in return for me gracing you with my baby touch. <laughs> and what would you like? <laughs> Um, well, and then I like lean back, you know, to my hump. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you know, just like, I just kind of like hit my head back so that like it taps Adam's head. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't know. We didn't actually talk about what we were going to get. So like any whispers, (laughs) Tell her, tell her, tell her to show you the coat. Um, show me the coat. You want? Know <laughs> we want oh, fuck. All right, show me, show me the. Show me Jack Magnum. Show me. Okay. Um, could you show? Could you show me the goat? I want to see Jack Magnum. <laughs> oh, you want to see the goat? All yeah. right. And the figure extends a hand, and on a distant hill, you see backlit as though from a majestic heavenly source, Jack Magnum's outline. And you hear a distant. <laughs> and then with uh, a wave of the hand, Jack Magnum is invisible again and the light is gone. Wait, wait, that was that was cool and all, but that could just be a parlor trick because you have really cool powers. I want to be able to touch. Jack Magnum and nuzzle him and make sure I'm dealing with the real Jack Magnum. And I wanted to have a meeting with just you, but you have a doll hidden in your backpack of some kind that you brought to this meeting in what I assume is a clumsy ambush. Say say you don't. <laughs> say you don't have a doll. Um, I don't have a doll. Yeah, good one. Well, good one. Now, now who's it? Wait, what's a good one? Uh, okay, maybe tell tell her to show you the goat again. Um, like up close. 
I, I ask again, I want, could I please see the goat again? But up close, I want to hold the goat. Don't please. repeat what I said. Just put it in your own words. She's going to find us out. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing good. <laughs> Keep it up. She oh doesn't gosh. suspect a thing. She, uh, she's yeah. watching this. Just continue. If I let you hold the goat, then you could just leave with the goat. How could I leave? I'm in the dimension that you pulled me into. I don't know what abilities you have or don't have. I'm not underestimating the chosen one of this domain. Lucretia, I'm being honest with you here, and I need you to trust me just as I need to trust you. I'm not going to run away with the goat. Roll me a persuasion. Can I assist in the persuasion at all if it goes no. bad? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. You, you got this but big I guy. would say, New Rogue, you would probably instinctively, I would guess, cast guidance on yourself. So mm. at, roll an additional D4 and add that to your total. Okay. And your stone of luck, does that help too? Yeah, that comes to a 17. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 17. Yeah. Are you telling the truth? Yes. Would you return Jack Magnum to me if we cannot come to a bargain? Um. Uh, <laughs> I. I. You would have to take him from me in that <laughs> case. Well, then let's find ourselves a happy middle. I'm going to step back ten steps. And I will have Jack Magnum brought to me. And you can speak to Jack Magnum, but then Jack will have to go again. You will not be able to touch Jack Magnum, for I won't risk a conflict between two potential parents. You're... No, you're not the... Oh, okay. Sorry. For a second there, I thought you were saying you are actually the parent of it, but you're not. You're just a liar. Okay. No, um, just go along uh, with it. Just I go, mean, don't yes. call her a liar. Yes. I, I'm s sorry. I mean, I, your your beauty makes me tell no, tall tales. Say she's, say she's smart. Come on. You're, you're just smart. So smart. Yeah. And I'm not smart, so I say bad things wrong, dumb. Okay. And she takes ten steps back and raises a hand. And from out of the haze, what you would estimate to be a ten-year-old demon child steps out of the darkness. He's wearing a loincloth. He has red skin, horns sprouting sharply out of his temples, slick back black hair. He's muscular, clawed fingers, and he looks shockingly like Adam. Ooh. And he steps forwards with Jack Magnum in his hands, or a goat that looks like Jack Magnum, and passes him to the Ezra-like figure. And she says, here is Jack Magnum. What would you say? Uh, hey, Jack. Uh, uh, how you doing, pal? <laughs> uh, are, are they treating you good? You're not in any pain, are you? <laughs> okay. Well, um, Jack, I just want you to know that I love you. And I'm always going to love you. And regardless of what happens, you... Uh, 
uh, I'm always going to be there for you in some way. Also, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> it means a lot. Um, hey, I'm wondering, Lucretia, have you ever seen a goat dance before? Have you ever had that pure smile plastered across your face from the sheer beauty and innocence that only a goat doing tricks and dancing can provide? I have seen satyrs dance, and I have seen so many druids in so many forms put on so many shows, but not particularly a goat. Why do you ask? Well, I was thinking, uh, if if he puts on a really good trick for you, I don't know, maybe you'd reconsider this whole taking him hostage thing. Oh, yeah. good, good idea. Maybe maybe you better be like, if you smile at his fun trick, then 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 I then you get the goat, and and, and you don't have to like give her a baby. Uh, if if you smile at the dumb trick, um. What was that? Oh God! <laughs> Look, if like, dude, okay, Jack, Jack Magnum does a trick, and you have to tell her that, you, that if she smiles, that you're that you get to keep the goat because it's right. probably be impossible for someone not to smile at a goat right. doing a trick, right? Right. I know I'd smile. Yeah, good point. Okay, um, <laughs> if <Jesus> this Christ, <laughs> if Jack Magnum, if Jack Magnum's cool tricks and dances make you smile, then devil's bargain. Succubus garden <laughs> bargain. Uh, you have to, you have to give the goat back. Oh, darling. Oh. Oh, that doll is giving you terrible advice. No. And she turns and gives the doll back to the demon child who turns and runs into the distance and disappears. Wait, Jack Magnum, do a dance! My terms were quite clear. Child for Jack Magnum. And then you've mentioned wanting more. Okay, dude, Uh, you gotta give her that kid then. I'm out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fine. (laughs) Okay, I will will give you... I'll help you out as much as I can. I'm just gonna take him out of my pack. And just like, I'm just gonna <laughs> thank be like, you. thank you for for both of us. Thank you. Um, I was there the whole time. Fine, I will. I will give you what you want. I will give you m- my touch, and I'll help. <laughs> no, you won't. What? Oh. You'd mentioned that your your group, your team, wanted something more. What more did you want, or was this it? I, uh, I mean, I'd like my body back. I mean, can I yeah. get in on this? Like, you know, can I can I get like my body? No, back? I've made trades with you. You're done. Oh, no, you haven't, because you made them with Shadow Nemesis, and I'm Adam. Well, this 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 baby to you is very important, and you ain't got no babies from our other two pals. Mm-hmm. So, really. I mean, we have more leverage than you. Yeah. If you want the D, you're going to have to make a deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm it can't trying just to be... be uh, stop, stop, stop. I'm going to need you both to just shut up for just a second. Here's the thing. I want the baby. You want the goat. That's fine. You keep telling me how much leverage you have. That's fine. Do you know what you want? <laughs> 
Yeah, um, but why won't my body? He wants a goat. So, yeah. You okay, give... I, you, yeah. Body, goat, and... In that order. Yeah, that's that's all I can think of at this time. No, I'm, yeah. Okay, great. I'm not going to help you with the body. I've already what? made a deal with him, and I don't care. But for you, for the goat, give me a child, and you'll receive the goat. <sighs> Fine... Okay, fine, fine. You'll have your way with my delicious body, all right? Oh, no, I have no interest in that from you. I've learned my lesson with Shadow Nemesis. Just just step step towards me, and she raises her hand. I just need to touch the side of your face. And once okay. I do, our deal will be struck. The doll okay. stays back. She just points to the door, put him down. Or you could, like, shake his hand. I say, nodding to New Rogue. Put the doll um, down, or I'm going to do terrible things to the doll. Okay, okay, down, I'm, put I'm, I'm, I'm putting him down. I'm putting him down. Don't, don't touch me. And then I just rub my face. I'm just like, because I'm just like, putting two and two together. I grab my jaw and my cheek, and I'm just like, so all you want to do is touch me, and then I get Jack Magnum back. Yes, that is the bargain. All right. And I'm like <laughs> rubbing my cheeks with my hand. <laughs> is this a signal? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm kind of looking at me like, is he trying to tell me something? <laughs> no, I'm just rubbing them with my hand for a bit. And I'm just trying to buy time as I walk towards her. I'm like, you know, <clears throat> you really are one of the prettiest creatures I've ever seen, Lucretia, even if you're not actually Ezra. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> If you want a baby from a guy that doesn't have any memories, then I guess, you know, that's what the heart wants. And I just keep on, like, pressing my cheeks. And I'm like, so, uh, here I am, baby. You get what you want. Touch my cheeks. And then I take off my hands from my cheeks and uh, I place my face as close as I can to her open hand. And she reaches forwards and touches your cheek. New Rogue, I think I know what your plan is, but making mm -hmm. assumptions is insane because New Rogue's completely unpredictable. What is your strategy with all of the face touching you were doing? So what I found is, in my experience, uh, when I've grasped onto things for a long time or really just focused all of my hand energy into it, I've tended to imbue some of that necrotic force into it. It seems to have a residual effect. I'm hoping by basically rubbing my cheeks, pinching them, doing all that good stuff, it's going to sting a bit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> As you try to do this, just before she touches you, the mists swirl up beneath you. Can you roll me a d6? Oh, man. Instant kill. <laughs> it's a one. Oh, no. She reaches out. And you can feel the death energy enhancing your face. You can feel the charge there. And she rests 
a hand on your cheek and in a jolt of magic that you hope is going to burn her, you feel uh, the, the energy dissipated. You feel the bargain being struck. And then she looks you dead in the eyes and you see a pair of eyes within the impossible cloudy sunset of this face. And can you roll me a wisdom saving throw? Okay. Whatever your stats are on that guy, add a one to it because of the cloak that you're wearing. The protective cloak. <laughs> oh, not enough, huh? <laughs> Ruh-ro. All right, but I can also add my... Can I add my stone of decent luck to that? Does that help with yep. the wisdom saving? All right, well... A lot of plus one. That's, a, that's an eight. Oh. <laughs> As you stare into those eyes, you find yourself falling into them falling deeper and deeper, being lulled and lost, and you find yourself being deeply, deeply charmed by this being. You feel yourself falling into her personality. You you, you feel all the love of Ezra, all of these other things surround you and then flow through you. And how could you ever have distrusted Ezra? This is a 110% Ezra. You need to do anything Ezra tells you to do. And she looks at you and says, oh, your little friend inspired you to try to sour this deal to hurt me while you made it. I think only fair is fair. Kill the doll. Ah, what? And she steps back. You find yourself in reality. The haze is gone. She is gone. Jack Magnum is on the ground in front of you. But new rogue. Ezra has told you to kill the doll behind you for betraying the deal. And you are charmed. So you absolutely must. What do you turn and say to Adam? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. What are you doing there, buddy? Uh, it's me, Adam. <laughs> um uh, this is for the greater good. Can I, you both roll me initiative? Oh, oh God. Uh-oh. <laughs> did they walk out of our line of sight and then disappear, or did they, they just walk away, away from back? camp? So theoretically, okay. he'd said it was not far enough to be out of sight of camp. He said it was far enough away that it would be separate. So I will say that they are 60 feet from camp. Okay. I rolled okay. a 16. Okay. 16 does the, total. Does the cloak add, it adds a one? Or is that only not for to wisdom? initiative? Not to initiative. For yeah. uh, saves and your armor class. All right. Well, then so, it no, not for this. It's only 13. 13. Adam, you get to go first. You can see New Rogue is about to attack you. Oh, God. Um, uh, <laughs> I have my needle. Um, how and, and Lucretia has... Can I reach her in, in my... She's gone. You're back in the material plane. She kicked oh. you out of the ethereal plane. So you're back in reality now. Oh, okay. And Jack Magnum is there, though. And the goat is there. All right. Can I reach the goat? Can you reach the goat? The goat is about 20 feet away. So, yes, you could get to the goat. Okay. I want to run to the goat and mm-hmm. uh, hide behind the goat mm-hmm. and, uh, and just kind of use the goat as like a barrier between me and New Rogue and be like, buddy, come on. It's, it's me. It's Adam. Just snap out of it. That, that. That, that wasn't Ezra. You got you got to listen to me. 
and I just am okay. holding Can my you roll hands me out. And- <laughs> okay, so you're you're there. You're behind the goat. You're telling him to stop. Is that your whole turn? Um. Hmm. Okay. I well, I take okay. I take my needle out, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm a doll. I don't have any weapons. Uh. Okay. So I take my needle out and just have it ready. Just so I can, can I do like a delay action? So if he like, you can absolutely do a delay action. Are you aiming the needle at the goat? Is it up over the goat, or is it down at your side like a sword, kind of held at the ready vertically? Held at the ready, and if any kind of, if he comes at me, I want to jab him. Okay. Oh wait. Okay. Well, well, no. But what if it dissolves it? Oh, okay. I, no. Oh no. Wait. Okay. What are you doing? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hold it. Okay. I'm gonna hold it at the goat. I'm going to, I'm just like, just touching the goat with it and to try to hide it from him. So if need be, I can become the goat. Okay. So you are ready to poke the goat with a needle. Yeah. Okay. So I can run Great. Away. You do that. New rogue. You are still charmed. You must kill the doll. What do you do? It's, it's overcoming any resistance you have. You are fully charmed. You believe Ezra told you to do this. It's a holy quest. Yeah. So I I still realize I'm towering over him, and I see Jack Magnum, but I'm like, leave the creature alone. All I'm doing is embracing you and the love of God, so that we can, so that we can be more than what we are right now. It's okay to be afraid, but you need to go to sleep forever, Adam. <laughs> and I'm gonna- I'm okay. No, and then I and I'm lurching towards them with with my hands out, and they're glowing with the energy. I mean, I don't. I realize there's the goat, so I I don't want to use any weapons because he's yep, using Jack Magnum sense. as a shield. So New Rogue is stepping forwards and reaching around the goat to get you, Adam. What do you do? Your delayed action kicks in now. I raise the needle. And I go like, back off, motherfucker! I will stab this goat right in the neck if you touch me! You hear me? Your goat's gonna go bye-bye because the magic is gone from this and it's gonna be in 24 hours till it works again. I'm just gonna slit his jugular. Do you want that? Do you want your baby to die? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Can you roll an intimidation, Adam, at disadvantage? Oh, man. And new rogue, can you roll an insight? Are Dell and I hearing and seeing this? <laughs> oh, we're going to deal with that in a second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Disadvantage, my total is 15. Insight is 13. Insight is 13. Here is the horror of charm for you, new rogue. He's making this threat, but you can't stop because Ezra needs you to do this. Don't do it, Adam. Please, we don't need to add any more bodies. Just let go of Jack Magnum, please. Then fight it. Fight it, new rogue. He's still reaching towards you. He's going to touch you in a second. Is there anything you want to do, Adam? Um, I will stab Jack Magnum in the neck. Okay, roll me an attack. God. What? What's 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 the what's the armor of a goat? Jeez. Oh, what what do I, I use I for the, a, a modifier? I have the stats. Uh, the modifier just use your regular modifier. 
Oh, so like plus five? My yep. know, that's a good needle. All right. <laughs> uh okay, so that is a ten. Meets it, beats it. You have successfully stabbed Jack Magnum. Just a second. <laughs> Jack Magnum and the doll both collapse to the ground. Totally limp, unconscious, could be dead. <gasps> Nuro, can Switcheroo. you roll me a perception at disadvantage? That's a that's a three. Shit. Where did they go? <laughs> My oh, I, I, these roles are absolutely killing me. This yeah. sucks. Yeah, they are. This is uh <laughs> this is gonna get dark, I think. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we need to figure out new characters. <laughs> At least for me. This is this is where it's going, okay? New rogue. You've seen them collapse. But you you just what, you rolled a three on perception for this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You look at this doll and you take a minute. You're pretty sure it's dead. This doll must be dead. Mission accomplished. This is the rare case where it was a reverse, because if you could perceive that it was an unconscious doll, you would have to continue. But you have disadvantage because this is what you want, and the doll has no life signs. So you think the doll is dead and are standing over it and Jack Magnum, who is clearly unconscious. Dell and Tyler, you both heard Adam <laughs> yell that he was going to slit the jugular of the goat and you were 60 feet away. I'm imagining you're coming to the scene now? I would be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would be running and beside Dell saying like, are you sure that's Adam? I, I would, I tell you with utmost confidence it was adam i mean i don't i really oh, it was adam doesn't sound like him let's go yeah. yep and you arrive new rogue you are standing over an unconscious jack magnum and a dead doll dell and tyler approach and stand next to you what do you guys say what happened, what happened? Uh, am i still charmed you are still charmed so that you did that for the reasons that you did it <sighs> Uh, I had to dispatch Adam because Ezra intervened and he deemed that Adam actually had to 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 die. You what? you, you talked you talked to Ezra, you saw Ezra? Yeah, like it Nuro, turns out it wasn't Lucretia, it was Ezra all along. It's not Ezra New Rogue. She It definitely she, is Nurok. No. It is Ezra. Like I don't know who you've been talking to. Now, maybe when people have said that Ezra is the god of obfuscation and trickery, maybe the Ezra you're talking to was the one they mean because the one I was talking to uh I could feel the beating heart of of this Ezra and it felt so Good and that's, I had to. I had to stop Adam. I had to. Dude, that's and he exactly. Took, he took. He took Jack Magnum. Look. Normally, I would make you roll, but 
Dell and Tyler. New Rogue has just finished a speech justifying his murder. However, when you look at the murder scene, you can see that a needle has pierced Jack Magnum and both Jack Magnum and the doll have collapsed. Jack Magnum is clearly still breathing. Your guess would be they've switched bodies, but New Rogue doesn't seem to have comprehended that. What do you say in response to him? What do you do? Oh, I see I'm that gonna... needle. Oh, yeah, me and Tyler are both like, oh, we need to get do the it. hands yeah, on the do needle. It, do it, do yeah. It. yeah. You both <laughs> lean forwards and bump shoulders. <laughs> and then Tyler will let you take <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it and put it in my pouch and then pick up the doll. This um, fucking needle again. So yeah. Mur- tell me. So murdered. Tell me, like, step by step, what happened? You you disappeared. Did, did, does time pass the same for us outside of the conversation with Lucretia in the same way? Or were they like gone in an instant and back, Ryan? Uh, if you, okay, this is where we step into like a weird meta thing, but I'll give the answer that's the clearest. Time passes in the real way where the exact amount of time that you heard that conversation take place was the amount of time that passed for you. However, you don't know how long New Rogue was in there. Because if time was dilating okay. for him, it could have been any amount of time you didn't hear the conversation. So, okay. you know seven-ish minutes got it yeah you both disappeared you know yeah what 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 happened did you you've got jack magnum so did you bargain for more what did something turn south did you try to attack her with the needle why well i thought it was lucretia yeah okay right yep okay and you know, it was going okay for a bit. You know, we saw Adam's son, and Adam's son came out. I mean, it looked like Adam's son. It was like what? he was a little weird goth Adam, but like was holding Jack Magnum, and uh, we couldn't work out a, a good deal with what we thought was, you know, Lucretia. And um, all, all, anyways, it turned out to be Ezra. Ezra just wanted to touch my cheek and still believe in it was Lucretia. Rubbed my cheek to try and get necrotic energy on it. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, bingo, bango. Um, yeah, I realized it was Ezra and... Bingo, uh, bingo, bango. What's, what's bingo, bango? Let's, what is that then? I just, I don't that know. sounds, that sounds maybe we need to dig into that. Well, what, what happened? Ezra touched my cheek, still, you know, in the form of Lucretia for that split second. Then yeah. I think when touching my cheek made me realize, oh my God, this is actually not Lucretia, it's Ezra. And gave me the goat and gave me this joy and uh, the feelings. I just, I can't. But then I realized Ezra wanted me to dispatch Adam because... Because what? Well, Adam's just bad. Ezra needed to, you know, snuff Adam out. It it was really one of those circumstances snuff. you had to be there. Darling, New Rogue, you hear Ezra's voice right into your mind. Telepathically. Uh, hello? I know your friends were considering offering for more i'd like them to know that i'm still considering negotiations if they know what they want i could hear it you could send it to me and perhaps we could negotiate a deal okay um i have a lifeline with ezra now 
And Ezra, the very benevolent god that they are, says they can still do a deal as well. So you know how you wanted us to negotiate? Well, now we can do it all, 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 uh, all of us. Listen to yourself. Is it Ezra or is it Lucretia? Lucretia wants the deal. This, it's not really Ezra. Uh, You've been Tyler, tricked can you roll me an Arcana? Or, yeah. Del, can you roll me the same? Sure. Arcana. That's a total of 19 for me. Oh. You know, thinking about <laughs> oh, this, no. I'm just going to... You know, maybe maybe ghosts have some insight on this. You know, maybe ghosts know a thing or two. I'm just gonna just gonna do a little little cutty, uh, oh, a little man. cut on my hand. Oh my god, my hand is bad now. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm like shredded. I'm, I'm like, don't worry, I, I got this. And then I'm gonna cut my hand. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm a little woozy. Yeah. I'm talking to Nuro, gonna turn to you. I'm like, Jesus, fuck, what is happening? No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't okay. wave that and at me, Tyler. You're watching the blood drip off and then slowly orbit Dell, just in the air around her, up and down. What is happening? Just ghost stuff. No. Oh. <laughs> You sound it's only a 13. <laughs> the ghosts are whispering Dell, but it's clear that these ghosts don't know, at least in this area, terribly much about hell because none of them went there. So they don't understand how these charms work. But Tyler, oh. in your various Hecklin educated moments from trademark Hecklin school, when you were in the alley, you actually experienced being charmed. You experienced some of these and, the training to get you out of it was Tyler Hecklin continually hitting you in the face and then yelling snap out of it until you did. Oh, and you are a... realizing when you look back at that training that conversation will not be able to break new rogue out of this charm. If you okay. want to, you need to do something more shocking and physical. Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. Um, to just have that realization hit me of being like, oh, I don't want to bring like the crazy unhinged shit that you know i was put through into my relationship with new rogue but if i know or at least i'm sure that it'll help you know I'm, if i'm seeing trademark charm kind of magic going on here i'm looking at dell who has just cut her hand and has blood orbiting her uh and i'm just gonna kind of wince and then take the opportunity to just turn around and sucker punch new rogue in the nose <laughs> Great. Roll me an attack. Mm -hmm. Be unarmed. Unarmed. So unarmed is uh, just my strength. Yep. I'm not proficient with unarmed. So No, but I would give you advantage on this because oh, okay. he does not see this coming. Okay, so 16 plus 2 for 18 and then another 16. So we'll, we'll take the 18. That hits. Roll me 1d4 plus your strength for damage. Yes. I rolled the d4 with a result of 2 plus another 2 for 4 total. New Rogue, you take 4 damage, and can you roll me a wisdom saving throw? <laughs> yeah, these go great. You got an extra 1. An extra 1 on top of everything that you already got. Um, all right. That is a 11 still Ezra you still oh, love man. Ezra Whoa, they're Tyler, wrong what the fuck? he hit you for no reason 
Ezra still loves you, my child. It's all right. <laughs> but please stop with the violence. There's been too much on this uh, uh, day. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, remind me again, was it Lucretia or Ezra that you talked to? It was Ezra. Okay, Del, I'm sorry. He's charmed and this is how I was taught to deal with it. And I, again, oh. t- looking to Del and saying, this is what I was taught. I, again, turn around and try and sucker oh, punch oh, Rogue in the then, face. <laughs> then right as he's doing that, I'm like, maybe ghosts can help with this. Uh, um, ghosts help write his brain? And I cast Guiding Whispers. So I cast Guidance on Guy. <laughs> okay, so you cast Guidance? What was it? Yeah, I have Ghost Guidance. Okay. So he has ghost, ghost guidance. guidance. Tyler, can you roll me just a single die roll this time for an unarmed attack? Uh, God, another 16. This is three 16s in a row for a total of 18. Well, 18. I'm pretty sure that beats your AC, new rogue. So yeah. Tyler turns around and socks you in the face again. Tyler, roll me that damage. Oh, oh buddy. That's a four plus two for six damage. Wow. <laughs> Six damage. Just beat him unconscious. Oh, you sorry. are getting your ass kicked, dude. Oh, oh. Can you roll me a wisdom saving throw and add a d4? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Well, that that should do it. That's uh, let's say uh, fifteen plus 15. my cloak as well. Yeah. Okay. Meets it, beats it. Uh, you <sighs> snap it back to reality. New Rogue, you realize that it was Lucretia the whole time and she charmed you. And you murdered Adam. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, whoa, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh, are it's you okay? okay. I, just, I just collapsed to the ground. I didn't hit him that hard. I, New Rogue, I'm just like slapping his cheeks a little. Hey, hey, buddy. No, but I, I, I've just like. I've noped out of consciousness. Like oh, the, the amount, the amount of guilt, shock, surprise, seeing Jack Magnum on the ground, seeing Adam on the ground, all of this, I'm just like, and I also haven't gone and um done my uh four-hour prayers in a long time, my trances. I'm just this is like my body physically just being like, <laughs> nope, this is we're done. Dell and Tyler, you oh. stand surrounded by an unconscious doll, an unconscious Jack Magnum, and an unconscious New Rogue in the middle of the night. What do you do? Um, uh, New Rogue, um, come come back to us so that you can, you know, talk to the real Ezra. Like we're we're here for you. And I cast Healing Word with my very last spell slot on New Rogue. All right, and how much healing do you do? Seven. Got maximum on my D4. Newark, you're healed for seven points of damage, and you come back to consciousness, feeling your body be revived. Oh, oh I clamber up to my to my feet. I'm, hey, oh. I'm so sorry about that, but you were you were like magically charmed, I think. And that's the only way I was taught to reverse the spell. I'm just going to run right to Jack Magnum and I'm just going to like pick him up in my arms and rock him back and forth. Ah, Jack! Jack, wake up! I'm just basically doing it's... goat voices in his face. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and get... when Tyler and Dell, you see the mists 
swirl up around New Rogue and surround his body until they pull back and you see a gleaming gray cape with mist still gently pouring off it has replaced New Rogue's plain cape. And you realize the Watchers have given him a magical cape. And New Rogue, as you look down, holding Jack Magnum, and you make these goat sounds, you see, somehow impossibly, from behind him, from nowhere, a small, perfectly slate gray stone, beautifully polished, about the size of a marble, emitting mist, emitting other things, swoop up. And it touches you on the forehead, and you feel a jolt as it attaches, and then it begins orbiting around your head. Can you roll me a d6? This is not a a big spooky test. I'm using it as a d3. That's a two. That's a two. It is orbiting your head from one foot away. So just 12 inches, it is orbiting you. And as you feel it connect with you and connect with your soul, you feel it enhance you. And because of this enhancement, you understand the gifts that you've been given by the mists and by the watchers. You have received a mist cape. It will allow you to cast the spell Misty Step once per day for free, as long as you are wearing it, which will allow you to do a short-form teleportation using the power of the mists. But perhaps most impressively, you have found Ezra's Stone of Wisdom. It has been gifted to you. It is this floating stone that is circling your head. While it is circling your head, you can take it down at any point, put it in a pouch, put it wherever you please, but anytime you throw it up, it will orbit your head, and as long as it is orbiting you, you will have plus two to your wisdom stat, which will increase your modifier and all of your abilities in magic, and it will give you plus one to all religion checks. Wow. The mists have sent you many gifts in this dark hour. What do you do? What do you say? Knowing that now you are slightly, but meaningfully wiser than you were a moment ago. (laughs) Guys, help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Whatever you need. What's up? What's up? I, I, oh man, I this today. I wish I could have done no reference for this one because all I can think of is one thing. <laughs> um, I would say you go back through your mind with the mist still pulling away, and you remember a reference you already know, and you repurpose it beautifully for this moment. It is Cartman Land. It is, it is, I have finally yeah, been work. touched by the hand of God. And he's not making me as dumb as I was before. And I just feel, again, so happy that all of these trials and tribulations weren't for nothing. My friends, you see a new new rogue here today. One who is incrementally smarter than the one that came before it. Okay. Yeah. New rogue, just as you wish for a pop culture reference to help you with this moment, the mists swirl up around you again, giving you the perfect pop culture moment that you need to be able to say to your friends exactly what you mean. What is it? I am Lawnmower Man. (laughs) What? 
Lawnmower Man, the movie from the early 90s, where uh, the boy who was not <laughs> that smart meets up with Pierce Brosnan, a computer scientist who uses virtual reality to make him much smarter. A genius. But don't worry, oh, okay. friends. I will not become mad with power like the lawnmower man. <laughs> Tyler, right. why, why are these the things that he remembers? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm just thankful that he does, you know, remember anything. You know, we'll get guy okay. back piece by piece, I guess. New Rogue, you feel your tubes bracelet vibrating on your arm. Uh, hold on, guys. I got to tube this. <laughs> tubes! And a tube bursts up out of the ground next to you. And you hear a thunk as a canister rises to the top of it. I take out the canister and do it. I do. I take like, is it like, yeah, I'm just going to. Okay. I'm just going to twist off the little toppy and I'm just going <laughs> to, you know, shake out whatever is in it. It's a scroll that drops into your hand. Ooh. And it just says, uh, it's, it's from Denton Arthur. You recognize the handwriting having seen his previous messages. Sorry to bother you, but uh, things are getting bad. Acer's building up an army. I don't know what you guys have been doing, but it's not uh, great for anybody. They're marching. They're marching from everywhere else towards the rootless evergreen. You need to take back that thing now and get the villagers onto it. And get ready to face off with an army, because it's all happening right now. So I hope everybody's at 110%, because it's an all-hands-on-deck kind of moment. I'll do what I can, but I don't know if I can get there in time. i got to protect the town. I don't, I don't like the gods, but may they all be with you. Denton Arthur. I don't like What's the say? gods, but uh, whatever. Denton Arthur. And I, I just finished reading exactly what, what he says, like... Uh, Demon army? Sincerely, Denton oh, Arthur. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at this doll, <laughs> unconscious doll in my hand. you look at the unconscious doll. You look at the unconscious goat, and you remember that Dr. Deputy is going to be controlling Adam's body for the next 24 hours. How are you ever going to overtake the rootless evergreen before an army shows up and wipes you all out. That's the end of this episode, listener, but next week you could become a watcher and affect the Jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Toronto time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dumb Dumb Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Jesters of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too!
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, Panda24NN, Shendra D, Your Homeboy Bones, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at Patreon.com slash DumbDumbDice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Dum Dums and Dice would like to welcome you to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium in the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. Newly promoted Inquisitor Lucius Valentine has received visions of the death of the immortal God Emperor. With few options before him, he teams up with hive-bred criminal siblings Lyric and Alto. Together, they must defeat a cabal of shadowy foes to save the Emperor and the Imperium. Can this trio of unlikely heroes survive in a galaxy where there is only war? The Emperor is going to die in a year. My job is to make sure the Emperor doesn't die. Because if the Emperor dies, the Astronomicon goes out. And the only thing keeping the Imperium alive is the fact that we have a very large navy and a very large army and space marines, and they shoot everyone. It's delightful. Praise the Emperor. Thanks for that. But if the Astronomicon goes out, we have no navy, we have no ability to defend ourselves, and the Xenos and Chaos will overrun us instantly because there will be no defense. So every planet will turn out like Galen's glory? And that would be the best case scenario. Which is why we need to keep the emperor on his throne. I spit in my palm and put my hand out for a handshake. Am I supposed to do something in return? Is this, I'm sorry, I just don't know what this is. Alto's like, yeah, like this. He spits in his hand and puts it out towards you as well. Then I spit in both palms and shake their hands separately. (laughs) We have an inquisitorial band. Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, available now.